Welcome everybody, Corner Puff Sports going to come in at you. James Harden makes his debut as a Philadelphia 76er as we're doing the show live. MLB Strike, the best album openers, frozen penises, and a lot more. Corner Puff Sports, Sean, Mike, Ryan, here we go. It's time for the best podcast around. Grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. This is Corner Pub Sports. This is Lenny Dykstra and Nail coming at you listening to Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Yeah. It's Harden time, boys. It's Harden time. Everybody's got Sixer fever. Every single one of us is wearing Sixers tonight. Yep. Every single one of us. Why? Oh, yeah. James Harden's making his Sixers debut as we are on the air right now. So that's pretty cool. Pretty awesome stuff. Uh, They're playing Minnesota right now. And you know, we'll we'll see. I think it, I think it's going to take him a little time before we start to see him uh, and the team gel. But he's going to make him impact right away. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mike were just talking about it. Like you could tell at the beginning of this game, they're amped. Um, they're all excited. Uh, they're all trying to go 100 miles an hour. But uh, it's an exciting time, man. And Beach probably already got like five rebounds. Really? Harden hasn't scored yet. Yeah. Just oh, there it is. There's <laughs> the first score from Harden. And add one. And a fail. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see any reason why he's not going to make any immediate impact on this team. Yep. And we mark it down because that will be on the best of two minutes in, the first score from Harden. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Like, do you, are, you, are you guys thinking five games before you start, start to see him kind of really gel with the team? Yeah, I mean, well, I think as you go into the playoffs, you're going to see what they're really, really, what they really are. But initially, it's good, like you said, it's going to take time to gel. But the team is just too talented to not be good. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so like teams like playing like Minnesota, that this should be a win just because right. of the talent you have on the floor. Yeah, but when you get to see them like truly week, dominate, right? Like a week down the line. You know, you, you, you're going to play better teams. That that might be a little, you know, might take some time before you see what they really are. But, mm-hmm. but they're going to win more games than not just because of the talent they have on the floor. Yeah. And I then when they gel, look out. Yeah, I, I actually think that this debut is actually bigger for um, – I mean, forget James Harden. They got Willie Cauley-Stein on this team now. Yes, sir. I mean, oh, who's yeah. that? You know, yeah, that was a missing just, piece. Just give him the trophy. Yeah, that was just a missing piece. Him with his tattoo under his eye. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? I'll make you my Nelly. <laughs> like, uh, did, did, I, you, did, like, did you think to call Mike Tyson before you got a tattoo on your face? Yeah. Like, do you regret this, Mike? No, man, no. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. 
greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> what, is it Michael Jackson? No, Mike Tyson. Yeah, but that voice is like... Well, well, Mike Tyson's got a... a Soft voice too, or kind yeah, of. He just talks like this. That's the first thing I ever fucking did. It? Sylvester, have you ever got diabetes? That's the best thing I ever did. Suffer and suck that. With my epithet. <laughs> my epithet. Man, Maxie made a nice steal. It's like a thigh bowl steal. That was perfect. Where's my epithet? You, you completely. <laughs> uh, we got a, a question here. So, Mike, so before the game, you you haven't, for reasons we don't have to get into, but it's it's tough for you to watch uh, home games. Um, so you haven't heard, or actually games in general, right? Yeah. Unless I mean, it's a national game. Yeah. You, you don't have cable. Yeah, I don't have cable. And so if anyone wants to donate to the mic, get Cable, Cable fund. Foundation. I'm still not going to get it. I mean, you can do it. I'm <laughs> still not going to get it. You can send me money, but I'm not getting cable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck Comcast. Yeah, you, could, you could be one of those guys. But I uh, got a question here from Joe uh, Joe Ruffino. Um, what, why does Kate Scott sound like a, mo- like a moped when she's forced the excited voice? So, yeah, it's. We've had the conversation. I think the Sixers are in a bind here. I don't want to. St- I don't care if you call me sexist or not. Great shot. She sucks. She's not good. Stop. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you just got to call it what it is. I mean, it's not. It it shouldn't be about that. It should be like. It should. If you're. If she's effective, great. If she's not, no. uh, Then, no. There's. There is female announcers that do a really good job. Uh, I'm not even going there with it. I, I I have no problem with a female announcer. No, right? there's there's you know quite a few out there that I. But you know, if the Sixers good. at this point fire her now, it's going to come out that that they that like they fire her because she's female, mm-hmm. and that has nothing to do with it. She's terrible. Yeah, she's not good. It's, it just kind of like what Joe's saying though. It, there is a, I mean, he's talking about her voice and why she sounds the way she does when she gets excited, but that could also go what I was going about to, about to say is she's faking it. Like I think she's a genuine person. <laughs> I didn't mean this. <laughs> giggity, See? giggity, giggity. That's why she's not married. <laughs> All right, now it's a little sexist. I'm sorry. Yeah, now uh, we, we, went down the, we went down that road. Uh, 15 no, you, over on the sixes are on now. You guys are terrible. Really? Don't, yeah. Don't say any sexist things on this show. Just toss the panties. Speaking of tossing things. Um, nah, she's a pig. Dave Peterson said, go fund me cable for Mike. On your Hashtag send cash. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, nah, but um, so Mike hasn't really had the chance to listen to her. You're not missing um, nothing. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried. I, to, I tried to give her a chance, but if they do, I mean, they're they're supposed to be offering a streaming service. If I mean, they offer a streaming service where I can just oh, they do that. I'm getting rid of cable. Right. Yeah. It's just I don't. I just can't justify paying like a hundred and ten dollars for one station. That's, just can't do yeah, it. That's what I do. It's it sucks every yeah. month. I'm like, I hear you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> I hear you, man. Yeah, it's rough. Um, yeah, so with, with Harding coming on the team, um, did you guys hear the comments uh, that Danny Green uh, made this week? I did. Because obviously Simmons leaves. And then Danny Green, Danny Green, who supported Simmons while he was on the team, now all of a sudden is kind of like, fuck this guy. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Um, you know, pretty much saying he, that he didn't think he liked playing here at all. 
Right. Uh, they had a tough time here. And, uh, you know, basically he was asked, it was on his podcast, and he was asked, you know, are you going to um, shake hands? He's like, probably not. Like, right. Pr- probably not. I'm probably not going to do that. Like, and there's a part of me that kind of like, if that was Tom Brady saying it, um, and this is nothing, uh, nothing, nothing against Andy Green, but if that was Tom Brady saying that, um, to me that holds a lot more water because it's like, I don't know. Yeah, Andy Green's kind of a role I'm, player. I'm no longer your, yeah, I'm no longer your teammate. You're now my enemy, type of thing. Right. I don't think it's quite that, and to that level with Danny Green and Ben Simmons. So why would he say that? I think know? because I think it's coming out more and more that it's more. It's it became a personal thing. Um, they all tried to reach out to him, and Danny Green, Green being a veteran, when before we traded the prick, you know, he he said the right things. We'll support him, like. You know, he's got to figure things out like this, that, the other. He said the right thing. He did the right thing for the team. He's gone now. Gloves are off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's completely obvious that it just became personal with every one of the other the, the guys on the team. Like, well, he's a douchebag. And speaking of one that's no longer on the team, uh, you guys heard the story better than I did. Yeah, well, Seth, Seth Curry said that um, Ben Simmons has no, no reason to apologize for wanting out of Philadelphia. But what else is he supposed to say? Exactly. I mean, that, but that's the thing. I mean, so Danny Green says all the right things, and then all of a sudden, then he changes his tune the second he leaves. It kind of, it kind of makes me question his, um, his character, his validity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what right adjective to use, but I mean it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I it, like you, you can't go out and and support the guy, and then the second the, the chits, the first the same thing. Embiid did the same thing. No, Embiid was different about it. He Embiid said something. Yeah, Embiid did make some subtle comments in the beginning after after yeah. he got kicked out of practice. Embiid right. said something. Embiid's like, "Oh, I'm too honest." There were times, but even when Embiid said that he supported him, he didn't say like, "Yeah, I want him on the team." He said it the right way. I want him on the team. He makes the team better. Right. He didn't say he's my best friend. He didn't say we all have to rally around him. He didn't say all these different things. That it's Danny Green true. Said. At one he, point, Embiid did, did say that. That we have to rally around yes. him? Yes. We got to support yeah, him. He we did, did. Yeah, he did something like that. The opening game. With the fans. Yeah, and, yeah well, before the opening uh, game. A bit off a bun. Yeah, I mean, I guess he had to walk back what he said the day before. But, I mean, I don't think – I think Embiid was pretty honest and genuine. I think it was pretty clear that Embiid – how Embiid felt. Embiid's the one that caused the thing to begin with. Embiid did try and chase him down. Embiid did want him on the team. I don't think that anything that Embiid said was disingenuous. But that's what I mean. I don't think it, uh, anything. But I, but any, I do feel that what Danny Green said was a little bit disingenuous. But should he have called him out? Like, if that's the way he really felt, should he have called him out while he was still on the team? I guess he said what he – he either could have not been as outwardly supportive in the beginning or he didn't need to go out of his way to – Maybe you went overboard what? with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If if you say one thing, and then you're going to completely go the opposite direction, I think it it's kind of it, you lose some credibility. And Bead again, I think Embiid kind of was all over the place, but Embiid's kind of all over the place anyway. Oh, I mean, he's a troll to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So and Embiid is also a higher caliber player. Like, it, you're not going to call it. Oh, Embiid said this. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So it, it carries it carries, carries more weight. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then as for Seth Curry, like you said, exactly what you said. I mean, 
Seth's on his team. He's not gonna he's not gonna bash a guy that he's that's on his team. Right. And of now, course he's gonna say that. Danny and, and that's another situation where like what's Danny Green trying to like unless Danny Green's trying to create a rift between the Nets and, and get a competitive advantage by causing drama, why is he saying it? Maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah. But I mean does it really work if the the next day Seth's like, No, it's we're good. I mean, but Seth saying that doesn't have change. Like, what? That actually adds fuel to that fire that you're talking about. If Seth's saying that, if because Seth's Seth, because Seth was here, he went through it, and Seth like like completely saying the opposite thing that Danny Green's saying. So that 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 adds fuel to that competitive fire. If you ask me, well, now I, it's time for someone from the Sixers to respond to it. Like, you uh, know what well, I, mean? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's you know, I, I Dave Peterson. I don't know. I think. Dave Peterson said, as soon as it's history, let's just move on and forget about that to what bottom dweller. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I, th- uh, I know, but. I do think we're. I just want to bring up the, the Danny yeah. Green thing. It's uh, just hard to not. It, it's still, it's of still a story. What could have been? Ah, what could have been? I, actually, See I, what I did there? I, I think it's better. I think that it's better now than it, it was. I mean, having Harden is better than having Simmons. Uh, yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, so as far as the player we got back, uh, James Harden, making his debut again, like we said earlier in the show. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be interesting to see how things unfold. Um, just be patient. It's going to take him some time. He hasn't played basketball in a while, and he hasn't played with first Sixers ever. So, you know, give him, a, give him a few weeks, you know, two, three weeks, and then we'll start. Yeah, and then it, you start to see. Especially because uh, the type of player Embiid is, like, you've never seen, you've never yeah. seen this kind of player. No, honestly, he never had. Yeah, J- Jimmy Butler was the closest he had, but Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler no, I mean, I mean, hard in yeah. playing with Embiid. Like you've, like the NBA may have never seen a player like Embiid. Oh, oh, I, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's going to be hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to take a minute. Yeah. But when it gels, hopefully, hopefully the uh, result is what we want. Like the potential that this can be, man. Yeah. Embiid, I swear, Embiid's got about six rebounds and about 12 points already. Again, like, <laughs> it was a game right before the All-Star break. I think that show we did at my house, he had a, um, a double-double with two minutes left in the first quarter. Jesus. Yeah, he had, like, 14 points and 10 boards. He had yeah, 10 rebounds right. in the yeah. first quarter? Yeah. Yeah. With, like, two minutes left. Wow. Yeah. Um Peterson just said he has three points and one assist so far, Harden. So, uh, you know, we're not going to live live tweet the show as you are listening to back yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And anyone watching is probably watching the game anyway. So, you know, right. we're not telling you anything you don't know. But, you know, we just want to give our thoughts on the James Harden thing. So, no, I mean, it's just, I mean, oh, by the way, speaking of, if you are watching, you can see the shirt I got on. Uh, you want your own? And beat in the beard? Go to cornerpubsports.net and just click in store. And then you'll get a, there you go, man. Get a link right there. Sorry. The other uh, big seller is the Mr. Softy Ben Simmons shirt. The Mr. Shirt. Softy's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it made, made yeah, did art right this week. So. Nice. Yeah. So, so, it's, so it's keeping the lights on right yeah. now. So stay, <laughs> staying with the Sixers though. Um, so Willie Cauley Stein. We know after they traded Drummond. Um, Wait, hold on. Who? Willie Cauley Stein. Uh, Willie who? Cauley Stein. Willie Cauley Stein. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's getting hostile in here. It's getting hostile. Fucking hostile. We stand alone. Oh, speaking of, speaking of music, 
So a little, little bit later on the show, um, we got something kind of cool planned. We have uh, some audience participation throughout the week on this subject. Oh, uh, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you threw it out there? And, and uh, yeah, nice. yeah, we're going to talk about the best album o- openers of all time. Like, your, well, your favorite. Right. Like it's your, your favorite. We're doing it's, it. It's not even favorite. It, it it's what gets your blood boiling. Yeah, it, it's yeah. all these. It's any way that you kind of want to look at it. The way that I looked at when it. When it was, comes on, it's, oh, it's, like it's, it's that, and it's kind of like either that or like the first time that you heard it. Like you listen yeah, to the album, g- gave you chills. You're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I think the way I stayed, well, I'll talk, but it was something like, what, what gets your blood pumping? Yeah. Something like that is whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, so yeah, I think, and I, the, judging by the answers, everyone kind of understood the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, it's not the band's best song. No. Everyone knows that, but because, you know. Yeah. But the opener from the album that, like, oh, man, that, you know what else is on this album? Yeah. Such, such is on this album. Like, like yeah. Oh, then it's oh this fucking album. Yeah. But this is how you open it, right? This here. is another yeah. night of Selby's greatest hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, every you, song, you fucking into the sun, and fucking rise. Or if like a, if it's it's also a song that like if you hear the band play as the opening song in a concert, you just start it's like it. yeah, it's yeah, like just pull them down. That's like the perfect. opener yeah. right there. Like you hear, it, that's the opener, man. Yeah. Oh my god, I love this song. <laughs> Everyone around you is like, ah, it's okay. It's his favorite song. Everything's cool. Chicka, chicka, bow, wow. He wasn't sure if they were going to play Anderson same man. <laughs> <laughs> Just toss the panties. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Willie Cauley-Stein, man. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Lost I mean, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I'm not... I'm just not that excited. This about does not it. excite me. No, like if that's the only thing they do, um, that's concerning. That's very concerning. They have until Monday. If they don't have a guy on the roster come Monday, then they're not eligible for the playoffs. Right. So this could be it. Yeah, that's then that's, that's concerning. concerning. Yeah. Yeah, because, I expected more. Yeah, we expect. We thought. You know, we we named a bunch of guys two weeks ago, three weeks yeah. ago. I guess yeah. when the trade was made, we were talking about the buyout. And we went over guys who were out, you know, who we thought were going to be bought out, and nothing. Unless a lot happens this weekend. But there hasn't been a lot of guys that have been bought out either, it seems. Has there? No, I mean, it's not a huge market like it usually is, but yeah. there's guys out there. Um, I'd have to look into it to, to name exactly, but I know there's guys out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, it's it's tough for us to kind of get too deep into the Sixers right now because they haven't played in a week. No, yeah. but but We're I off week. Yeah. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, but last week, but last, dude, that might be my new favorite, that might be my new favorite clip, because it's so fitting, and we all know the scene and how stupid that scene is. Anyway. Uh, the horse is looking up. Like, dude, the second, the second, the second, the second, what the, fuck? <laughs> the second a, 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 um, a regular uh, radio show does that on the airwaves, you got Peter calling him. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it happened in the movie, but you guys are literally joking about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, Phil, Phil Mikowski says, was that Gary Monin? And I guess that's a good segue. Gary's missing his first show in a long time. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he had a thing, uh, you know. The, he had, the, he had the, old, the, the wife told him he couldn't. He had a thing to take care of. And believe it or not, Gary's a pussy, so he listened. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fucking right yeah. in the pussy. Um, 
Again. Oh, me? He got some pussy. That's why he didn't come. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never mind. We're just going to move on. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to talk about the uh, Major League Baseball strike. Um, so on our website. Not, it's not yeah. a strike. I'm sorry. Lockout. I'm sorry. Lockout. Lockout. Right, because it's the owners that are causing yes. it, not the players. Yeah. Um, so poor players. It's a shame. But well, yeah, Bryce Harper's still hanging out in Clearwater. He's he's <laughs> he's waiting on his little short shorts. Waiting. Somebody do something. Yeah. yeah. He's like that meme. Yeah, with the stick. Hit yeah. Major League Baseball. Do something. <laughs> he's standing on the ball field with his glove and a ball yeah. in his hand. He's like, anybody want to play catch? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Chase, I would love to have a catch with you. <laughs> but um, that was great because like somebody said yes, and, and like you, you think that it's cool, and then you double down and totally ruin it by asking somebody else, "Hey, you, hey, Bryce, you want to join in on this or something?" <laughs> I'm like, dude, you ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw the pictures of him riding around on his bike bicycle with his like little fluorescent short shorts on. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Bicycle. That's pretty hot. Bicycle. Uh, Does he have a long beard still? Nah, it's short. Oh, he caught it. He caught his hair too, yeah. right? Yeah, it smells mm-hmm. better. Yeah, it smells so better. he's got nothing. Oh, it smells better now. Oh, he probably ran out of product. That's yeah. why he caught it. All right, um, he's got to save now. He's got what? He's got to save money now. They're on yeah. lockout. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not getting paid. Right? They they're not getting paid. Right? That's locked. They're locked out. All right. All right. Locked out. Such a shame. He only made thirty-seven thousand million dollars last See, year. It, yeah. <laughs> that's not even a number. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's because it's so astronomical. That's what I'm saying. Um, that was impressive too. <laughs> just rolled on with thirty-seven We're just like, yeah. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. It's but the thing is, this is why I want to get into it because a lot of people. Uh, well, basically, I put out an article on Sunday on our uh, website and. Um, and people kind of responded. You know, most of them were positive. Like, you know, I hope it's hope they can get through this. Blah blah blah. Yeah. There was one dude who like tag like kept tagging me, like directing it towards me. You know, because I guess he figured out, oh, this is the author. You know, when it was shared on mm-hmm. places, oh, we just tag him. And I'm like, what's this guy have to say? What's this chap have to say? <laughs> this chap. Yeah, he's gonna say something nice, chat. nice to me. Of course he's not. No, no, of course not. Uh, no, he uh, laid into me. Did he? Like, yeah. I didn't even get, what the fuck? Yeah. Laid, in, laid, laid into me and said, um, you're an idiot for believing that this isn't about money, all about money. And I'm like, well, no, it's not. Like, it's. Uh, the, well, technically, it, it, it kind of is, but it, it is. It is, but it's about rights as well. Like, they want these minor leagues to be, you know, have have better rights, basically. And um, the way that they get better rights is to dump money into it. So, I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. So And, they, and, and money, they're also talking about rule changes that are going to change the game. Like, the. the um, having a salary cap type of situation and do a lottery system. So, you know, you do the salary caps and all that stuff like every other league does, uh, and then you, and then you want to draft because they don't want teams to tank. So so it's very identical to the NBA. And no, I don't pretty think much the, the players those. really care about the the the, the draft lottery. The, the salary cap obviously has a big impact on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I believe baseball needs a salary cap, but the lottery – you want to look to see how it does for tanking? Look at the NBA. Well, the, the lottery doesn't work. The reason why they're talking about the, the why how it affects is because it's 
first of all, the MLB is not a shared revenue. I thought it was. Mm-mm. No, and that's another fight. I could have swore that it was it, shared they, revenue. They, I thought it was, yeah. Nobody knows what the owners are making. Well, no. So shared yeah. revenue and know what the owners are making. Well, I guess that's true. Right, like the you, income's not shared, basically, is what it comes down to. Well, maybe the maybe the entirety of the income shared and then they spread out the wealth, but the actual knowing what each individual team makes is not shared. Mm-hmm. Which is a problem, yeah, and mm-hmm. I can understand that. Well, they and they want to know. I mean, they they want to know because they want a percentage of that. Like they want it, and they want it to be even amongst the team. So it I shouldn't be. And the reason why the lottery thing comes in place is because of that, and because of I, I guess they're tired of team because it gives smaller market teams. But the drafting, and I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I, understand I, don't know the what I don't know what I'm saying. It but, made more sense in my head. Right. But if <laughs> the problem in baseball isn't drafting. it's The problem in baseball is you only have certain markets that can sign certain guys. And then when you sign the guys, you sign them for what they did for the past seven years, and not what they do. might yeah. do for the next seven. That's the problem in baseball. And contracts are guaranteed. I, I, like, I hear what the play, like, like the play, like, if you're in yeah, Major baseball. League Baseball. Yeah, when you're a minor leaguer. And you, right. And you blow, and you're cut. Right. They cut you and they don't owe you anything. Right. right. But, right, so, like, in the Major Leagues, like, you're a guy, you've been in the league 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. You're not a Bryce Harper type guy. You're a guy who makes $2 million a year. So, you've been in the league 10 years. You just signed, say, a three-year, $8 million deal. Granted, we're talking about a lot more money than any of us have. I get it. But you just signed a three-year, $8 million deal, right? And you've already been in the league 10 years. You're trying to cash out here at the end of your career. You come out game one, blow your knee out. And now, now after I've been in the league 10 years, I got my biggest contract, and you're telling me my money's not guaranteed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's where the players are coming from. So, like, even Bryce Harper, that monster contract oh. he has. So, uh, granted, it was team-friendly when he signed it. But, like, you might tell me at – the last five years of that, you got to tell Bryce Harper this money's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. How would you react? Yeah, I mean, you you can't pull back on what you've done. I mean, you're going to have to. It's going to have to be some sort of grandfathered clause that's put in. But I mean, I think there's some. I think there's an in between. There's somewhere in between that they need. Like you know, I don't think that Mike Trout should make 400 million. I don't think that Bryce Harper should make 330, or Machado or whatever should make 300, 330 million, whatever they're all making. I I feel that they should be making less. But I also feel that the minor league players and the players that are in their first set of eligibility years should be making a hell of a lot more than what they're making. Right, there's no The arbitration balance. of it, yeah. And that's a problem, and that's one of the things that they are fighting for that you wrote in your article. It's the fact that they want the year to go from, like, five to four for them to start being eligible for the free agency or the arbitration and everything. They want everything scaled back a year so that they can start making more money quicker, mm-hmm. which is fine. If you start scaling back the other way. Right. Like, like, okay, so if you want the owners to meet you there, fine. But, you know, we got to implement this salary cap. We got to implement that your contract's not guaranteed. If we sign you eight years and you only play four years at a deal, we're only paying you four years. Right. You know? It, it, it's, it's really tough. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope because, like, do you want a salary cap? Do you want a salary? Not a salary cap. Do you want a match co- max contract in baseball? Can right. you implement that? 
that that would actually that actually might be perfect in baseball. The max contract thing that the NBA does. It's going to be tough to implement, though. It yeah. would because so there's many, so, many so many more, more players. players. Right. But um, that that's one of the things, if you ask me, that like, made the NBA so much more popular than it even was when that started. Like, it was because of the Kevin Durant deal. That's what, how it all got implemented. But, like, that's 20 years ago at this point. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, it's part of what makes basketball shitty. Right. right. They, there's a three max slope. contracts, and they – since it's a max contract, they get to pick and choose where they want to go. The NFL's got, kind of got it down. The NFL, they front load the contracts, front load the guaranteed money. Right. So, and then if we cut you in year three of this, the NFL's we're not liable. Through. The NFL's a lot more cutthroat. Right. They also get paid a little bit earlier in their career, and uh-huh. there's no arbitration. There's no, you know, there's none of that. It's just basically like that's where, paid, the, you know, that's where the guaranteed money in the contract comes in. Yeah. You know, so, like, the un- you got to be cutthroat with it a little bit. It, it's probably the only way it's going to work. Like, the players got to put their foot down. But the owners need to put their foot down, too. And I think that's what this lockout is. The owners start. Or, like, I, I almost feel like salary sharing. Like, almost like if you make the most money or, like, almost like a percentage of your money needs to go towards – well, then, you know, then you're saying they're taking money out of the players' pockets. Almost like if the players want more money, then shave off a little bit to start contributing towards the minor leaguers to help the minor leaguers out. Or, like, you know, just kind of the top five guys have to take a little bit. Like, just, I don't know, something. But, I yet, know. It, uh, right. like, I hear that. That's totally true, Mike, because, like you said, the Bryce Harper contract, $330 million. Trout signed a $400 million? No, mm. Was it Trout? I think it was, yeah, Trout was yeah. 400, I think. Signed yep. a $400 million deal. Like, where does this end? Like, if this doesn't end, what's Juan Soto going to sign in two years? Yeah. Right. Like, is it going to be 450? Well, it might not be two years. It might be next year, right? Because he, he's probably, well. He's signed, he's, through, he's signed through 24. Right. He's, he's a free agent. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, it, you're right. It was two years. You're right. Yep. So, you know, where does this end? Something's got to give. Well, I heard we got actual um, – Audio and video from one of the, uh, you know, something on the negotiating table. I'm going to ask him what I said. I'm going to ask him what I said. In your report. Take your report and shove it up your fucking ass. You fucking. That's some bullshit. You know, the last guy I bumped, I'd have knocked you on your fucking ass. Put that in your fucking report, you little fucking pimpsqueak. Wally. Wally. Fucking joke. Wally. Wally, let's God go. damn it. Wally, let's go. Let's go. I want to know what I said. I'm, I'll leave the field when he tells me what he threw me out for. We got to go. I don't you have gotta, to go. You gotta go. Yes, sir. You got to go now. What did I say? Guys. Jesus, you're goddamn it being an embarrassment to professional baseball being like that. Wally, please. It is right. Wally, please, let's go. First fucking time you've ever fucking umpired in professional baseball? Wally. Am I right? No, no. Wally, let's go. Please. Fucking joke. So, so, so here's the I know, one headlight. <laughs> this is the best, the right? Only, so watch, I, watch so this. So now he's like walking back to the dugout. He's all calm. Watch this. He'll go to. Stevie will go to second. Move. Stevie will go to left. Stevie will go to short. Move Johnny to second. I didn't say nothing to the motherfucker, man. That's a fuck. Wait, hold on, hold on. 
The other player, he was so flustered. He, he, he put Stevie in two Steve. different positions. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve's like, I mean, morphed. Steve, Steve's like, Coach, what the fuck? <laughs> you say nothing, motherfucker. Steve's like, I'm gonna play. I'm starting this motherfucking team. Now playing left, Bucks Bunny. Now Bucks playing Bunny. center. <laughs> now playing left, Steve. Now playing center, Steve. Now shortstop, Steve. <laughs> the other coach. The other coach is just sitting there like. So here's what? so here's what? The, here's the okay. best. So he, okay. he's just okay. and this is an old video. I forgot all about this. Yeah, video. I know I've seen it before. So now it's all calm, right? He's like, all right, I'm good. And one player, I didn't say anything to Mova, <laughs> yeah. right? And he's all calm, right? It's all quiet. Fucking yeah, joke. I <laughs> 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 still pissed. Here comes the bats. Fuck you! <laughs> Throw the hole. Pick that shit up, you <laughs> dumb motherfuckers! <laughs> oh no! The balls! Oh, he lost half of Pick that shit up, you piece of shit! Catch <laughs> <laughs> you, get out of the way! Get out of the way! Catch is standing out. What the f? The bad boy's like. The players, look, someone, they're laughing. The players are laughing in the background. Oh, yeah, of course they are. <laughs> oh, why can't we be friends? He's playing in the background now. Let's go have a beer, Doc. Let's grab a beer. <laughs> and that's why he's, that's why he made the show. Uh, that's it. That whole thing was just for that last part. You gotta, are you going to add the, let's go have a beer on the soundboard now? I probably should. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Doug, let's go have a beer. That's <laughs> awesome, man. That's awesome. God bless that guy. Uh, I wonder what he said. Gary, yeah. Gary called him a caffeine junkie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's probably going to do is just drinks coffee and coffee and coffee and coffee. He's got the shakes. His fucking teeth are chattering and shit. Teeth are chattering. Come and splattering. Come at me. <laughs> okay. You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. I don't know. I thought that was pretty. Pretty wild. I. F I forgot all about that video. Yeah. I know. I seen it I before. Seen that in I years. Well, we know it's not recent because they're they're not playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, Mike. Fuck you, motherfucker. What the fuck did I say? Clean up, you piece of <laughs> shit. Fuck you. you. What was the last time you heard somebody call a peep squeak? <laughs> he called him a peep squeak. That's how you know it's an old video. Yeah. <laughs> so um, ESPN released um, the top 100 players in the major, in major League history. Okay. All right. So, like, ever. All time, their list of the top 100 players. Steroid era? Did steroid players? They're all in there? there. Okay. They're all in there. Uh, Barry Bonds. I think Bonds is. Well, first of all, I think Bonds is way. Hold on, let me see. He's if he's top. not in the top three, he's, he's way too low. Yeah, Bonds. Bonds is up there. Um, but I figured out I we would go from twenty down. But I really want. I have a question to ask. There is something with the top eight out of the top ten, or eight out of ten. I'm sorry. There's something with the eight out of the ten of the top players of all time that they all have in common. And it's something that bothers me about this list. Okay. 
Like tremendously bars. I have a feeling I know what it is. All right. All right well, I'm just taking. I'm. I have a guess at what it is. So I, th- I believe eight Phillies were on the list. Eight, the top twenty. Like one? No, no, no. no top hundred. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, Mike Schmidt's got to be top fifteen. He's the greatest third baseman ever. We'll find I don't know out. About that. I'm gonna give you a top twenty. Okay. All right, Rogers Hornsby. Okay. All right, nineteenth Frank Robinson, the player that some people have debates about who was better, Frank Robinson or. I'm sorry, Brooks Robinson. Never mind. <laughs> Where the fuck you were going? Nobody, nobody compares Frank <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> nobody. Nobody compares Frank from American Gangster either. Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas. Nobody compares Frank Lucas. Hey, Tango. Got my money. So 10%. 10%. <laughs> Bang! Right in the street. Yep. What a scene. Turns. Just walks, walks away. Just walks. Sits down with his brothers again. What was I saying? Do it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. all. Uh-huh. Uh, so the player that is not compared to uh, Brooks Robinson, <laughs> Frank Robinson. That's eighteen, right? I just did it again. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt's eighteen. Okay. Eighteen. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty high up. Fuck Brooks and Frank. Fuck Brooks and Don. Fuck that Brooks and Don. God. All right, number seventeen, Roger Clemens. So there you go with the steroid stuff, right? right? All right. I, I I mean seven Cy Young awards. I was going to say I mean it, yeah. it, it right. Uh, he belongs on the list. Out of it. He, he's, yeah. that's, he belongs on the yeah, list. Four belongs. World Series champions championships. Yeah. Like his yeah, it's four Clemens with the with the uh, Yankees. He was there for all four of them? Like like four appearances. Oh, oh what the four of them. Okay. Yeah. Number 16. Joe DiMaggio. Number 15, Mike Trout. Now let's debate this. You just put Mike Trout ahead of Joe DiMaggio? Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, no way. Not yet. And he just turned 30. Right, not yet. And so that's the problem with the list because I think think this is an attempt. Like, Mike Trout's a great player. He's not not the 14th best player ever yet. No. And and that's the thing. uh, He just turned 20 or 30 in the 2021 season. So if text- he's projected, the uh, projection is one thing, but right. And again, now? okay, he just so, turned thirty in the twenty twenty one season, right? And he missed the whole year. And this, and this is the so question. is he breaking down? And this is the sentence on here that really bothers me. Um, Trout turned thirty during the twenty twenty one season, so the text on his eventual Hall of Fame plaque is yet to be composed. So if his, if all his accolades and all that, and I understand that, and I get all that. But how can you put him ahead of a guy who already had better career numbers than right. what Chad has now? It I makes think no that's sense. Unfair, right? It yep. makes it's ESPN, right? And I think that's an attempt for them. They're they're trying to promote a product too, just like Major League Baseball right. is. So you know they're gonna have a bunch of Mike Trout games on this year. They're just trying to promote them up there. And of course, if you if you look up the ad or the um, story on ESPN on your phone, and you go buy Mike Trout. Right there, dead smack in the middle, is a video clip to ESPN discussing is Mike Trout underrated on this list. Underrated. He uh, under um overrated. Yeah, underrated. No, underrated. underrated. No. That's wow. the point. Underrated. And then every other thing, there's no videos. There's yeah. no links to ESPN. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. That they knew he's was a best player. Yeah. Probably the best player in baseball. Yep. And they're, they're trying to promote the product. Yep. Uh, Gary's calling out Polsky. He said, Polsky, where are you at, you fuck? Yeah, I haven't seen Polsky on no, here No, he hasn't been on, man. Really? Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Gary said, boot, scoot, boot. <laughs> 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 um, number 14, Greg Maddox. Do you put Maddox ahead of Clemens? He was, yeah, he did it longer. Okay. He was, yeah, I, I did okay. it. Well, he didn't do it longer. He did, no. it, he did it cleaner. He didn't do it longer because yeah, um, he was. They were. They both came out in '86. Yeah, didn't Maddox pitch for like 22, 23 he, years? Uh, 2008, he retired, and they came out and, in '86. And Clemens pitched until early 2000s. Clemens pitched until he was over 40. Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. So, uh, but anyway, Greg Maddox is one of the most dominant pitchers ever. Huh. Um, and who's the cleanest? Me. Yeah. I mean, if that Def- comes, if that's yeah, that shouldn't come in the way that shouldn't. Well, we'll see if it does because there's some names on here that didn't okay. make the Hall of Fame. So, all right, number thirteen, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, uh, most popular player in the last thirty years. Um, yeah, you know, reached in majors at nineteen years old. I think one of the most beautiful seasons you'll ever yeah. see. I think that's yeah. a good swings spot. you'll ever see. Sorry. Yeah, I would say it's that's a good I'm spot not- for him. He would have been much higher if, when he went to Cincinnati, he could stay healthy. The injuries just derailed. Even yeah. when he was, even when he was, um, his last year or two in in Seattle, Seattle. yeah, he yeah. broke his wrist the one year. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he was having an unbelievable season that yeah. year. That's earlier. I think that's right. Yeah, that's a little earlier than the record. I mean, he still had some really good seasons after that. I, but. Yeah, I. But I don't know if he – did he play one full season in Cincinnati with that contract he signed? I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he led the league four times in, in um, home run – or oh, – sorry, hold on. RBIs? No, I'm sorry. He led the league in, four, uh, in home runs four, four times. times. Wow, okay. And he had back-to-back seasons of 56. And mm-hmm. one of those – one of those years. How was the year with A Rod? He didn't. No, well, no, it was with um. Didn't he have? Didn't he have a ton that year with uh, Sosa and McGuire? Oh, Wasn't that's him? right. Yeah. He did. Did he yeah. have like sixty or something? He might have. No, he didn't hit sixty. He was on like like he was in the running with the three with the two of them. Then he fell off a little bit. I think he hit like forty eight. Okay. I uh, yeah. I mean, I, all right. So it doesn't count towards the back to back fifty six then. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't know. I thought he hit. I, I, I thought, thought he was, hit. I thought he was up there. I thought he was close to sixty. Yeah, I do too. Maybe I'm wrong. I know most of the like he fell off towards the end. Yeah, we'll look it up. But I, I somebody can look it up. I for can't us. do it right now. Yeah. What year would that have been? Ninety-eight. Uh, number twelve is Ernest Wagner. I'm I'm gonna start kind of going through this here. Number eleven is Pedro. Pedro Martinez. Mm. Yeah, Pedro Martinez. No. No, yep. he's not He's not Greg Maddox. Or 219 Clemens. and 100 for his career. 2.9 ERA. 3,100 strikeouts. I don't know, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Mike. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I can't. In 2000, he registered a 2.9 ERA plus an adjusted stat accounted for ballparks and error with the average being 100. Is the best in the league um, since 1893 with for pitching as many innings as he has. 
Um, I don't know who kept start, st- you know, track yeah. of that stat. All right, so here's the thing. So here's the top ten, and this is kind of where I want to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling I know what this is. All right, top yeah, I'm ten. Li- I'm listening. They all have something. Eight of them have something in common that makes me hate this list. All right, I'm sorry. Ninety-eight. McGuire had seventy. What? Why does it say Sosa had 150? Oh, it just said who led the league. There we go. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right. McGuire had 70. Sosa had 66. Griffey did have 56. Vaughn from the San Diego Padres. But Mo Vaughn? He wasn't on San Diego. At 19. Apparently that, he was at that point. There, there was a Vaughn in San Diego hit 50. Albert Bell for the White Sox hit 49. Ricky Vinny Vaughn. Hit. Ricky Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, there you go. Um, Vinny Castilla for Colorado hit 56. Jose Canseco for Toronto hit 46. Dude, wow. How many players hit Alex, yeah. Alex Gonzalez for Texas hit 45. Manny yeah. Ramirez for Cleveland. Wow, Manny Ramirez for Cleveland. And, oh, wait, no, Albert Bell was on the White Sox at that point. Manny Ramirez hit 45. Andre Scalaraga for the uh, Braves hit 44. <clears throat> Damn. That's pretty wild. Sosa had 158 runs batted in. <laughs> he also yeah. had 171 strikeouts. He had more game-winning yeah. home runs. I Ricky that. Henderson had 66 stolen bases. Jesus. In 98? In 98. Jesus. Yeah, you wow. think you think steroids weren't prominent? Gary just said steroids? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't think steroids were... Yeah, that was incredibly. That was adjusted wins. So, like the the wins for a batter, like so. Mark McGuire led the league. He won nine games just on his bat for the uh, Cardinals wow. that year. Wow. Bonds for the Giants was second at seven. That's well. That. That's fucking insane. Right. Well, speaking of Bonds, we'll see if he's in the top ten. He's got to be in the top ten. Something eight of these top ten have in common that I hate. Staying usual. Number nine, Walter Johnson. Played in – last played in 1927. Yeah. Number was. eight, Barry Bonds. I actually, eight. I actually think that's low. To him at eight. I think he that's should be That's really higher. low. I think he should be higher. Yeah, I agree. Eight. Yep. That's – that's a that's not even disrespectful. That's a joke. I agree. Dude, in his eight when he was thirty six to thirty nine years old, um, his OPS was two hundred and ninety two points higher than the next guy. Two hundred and nine home runs, seventeen more than a runner up, seven hundred and fifty five walks, three hundred and seven more than the runner up. That's yeah. That's a Hall of Fame career in them four years. Like, what the fuck? Well, Dave Peterson said, absolutely no way he's a cheater. Well, so, so yeah, is I Roger mean, Clemens. Right. Well, he's not in the Hall of Fame either, though. Didn't one of them get in this year? Somebody got in. Yes, yeah, somebody got in this year that, that admitted to doing. Not one of those two, but some uh, of them. Um, yeah. I thought. Um, Boston. Uh, oh, David Ortiz. Yeah, he's the only one that got in. That's he right. He had. That's right. Clemens and uh, Bonds are off the list. Yeah, there was was it Ortiz that and tested positive right. or something? He never. No, he never tested positive. Oh wait, Somebody wait, yeah, he did before they started. Um, before they started testing for steroids. Right. So. 
So okay. I mean, before it was a, before yeah. it was a rule, and right. yeah, before they were gonna start suspensions and stuff. Okay. Bonds. Are so it was a long time ago. But that was a long. That was Ortiz. But that was a long time ago. I didn't realize Ortiz was in the league back way back then. Anyway, moving on. Number seven. Uh, maybe not. I don't. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the league that yeah. long. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah, he was during the he mid. Played like fifteen years. Yeah, I was gonna say during. All the, he did was hit. Yeah, mid the mid uh, the first part of the two thousands. Two thousands. He was. Yeah, he was yeah. dominant. All right, number seven, Mickey Mantle. Number six, Lou Gehrig. Yep. Number five, Ted Williams. Number four, Ty Cobb. Ted Williams should be up there. Ty Cobb's a little, eh. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me somebody that murdered somebody is allowed to be in the top five, but the home run leader isn't. Right. Like, really? Double standards. I don't know what the double standard is in this case. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, you can murder somebody, but don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Don't take steroids. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. Did they both use a needle or not? So, <laughs> that means that. Uh, I'm trying to got, think of common. You got I'm... Ruth and Mays. Yeah, or two and one, one and two. And number three, Mantle. No, you already said Mantle. You said Mantle. Um, number three. Ruth, Mays, and um, uh, Robinson? No, which one? Jackie. No. Um, Jackie Robinson was not even in the top 20. Wow. Ruth, Mays, mm. and... Nolan Ryan? Mm-mm. He's not in the top 20. Mm-mm. He's got seven no-hitters. Yep, he's not Ruth, in the top Ruth, Mays, and... Carlin? No, no it's not Aaron. number three, but Ruth, he's Mays not in the top Mike just got it. Who? Hank Aaron. 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 Three so is Steve Aaron. Carlton's not in the top 20 either. But Mike no. Trout is. Right. Willie Mays, Babe Ruth. That's your. Aaron Mays and Ruth, right. So th- there's something that eight of those ten guys have it all in common. I thought it was that they all played for the Yankees. But, well, not, you know, before we went through them. Mm-hmm. But right. the 10 have in common, 8 in the top 10 have in common. They're batters? They're left-handers? They're no. No, Ruth was a white right-hander. I mean, how to do it. a hint. Um, error. It's it's, pre- not, it's it's I think you guys are thinking too practical on it. Eight out of ten guys are old time players, like they're old old heads. Like right, but, but like before the people that wrote these articles, never saw them play. Not 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 all of them are, but but most of them are. I mean Hank Aaron, yeah, you you were able to see Hank Aaron play. He's probably the most recent out of that eight. And Mays, right? Or was Mays was earlier. It was a little earlier. Yeah, it was a little earlier than Aaron yet. Yeah. But I mean, the Bonds. Um, yeah, no, I, no, I said no. He's not on that. Yeah, he's not one of the eight. He's one of the two that aren't. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have a, I have a problem with that because I feel like baseball is a sport that, of course, everyone looks at and says it's the sport where they. It's uh, all versus sport. It's or? no, no, no. It's it's all about the. Um, 
It's all about the past. It's all about the, you know what we've done in the past and how strong the past was in our sport and how it grew America, right? America's and past time. And, like, if Babe Ruth played now, is he doing what, he's do- what these guys are doing? No. No, there's a fucking – so how can – and I must say <laughs> – I'm not saying Babe Ruth wasn't the greatest because his numbers are di- a era, different story. Right, yeah. His numbers are a different story. But uh, oh, Dave Peterson said, it seems unlikely that Cobb killed a man in 1912. He had a reputation for aggressive and sometimes dirty play. With baseball lure insisting, he sharpened his spikes to injure impo- uh, opponents. So, Yeah, but no, Cobb. He was That's, still accused of murder, and all Barry Bonds did was maybe take steroids. Yeah, Cobb was was Cobb the one? No, Hornsby was Hornsby the one? Who was which one was the one in the KKK? Yeah, that was yeah. Cobb. No, it was Hornsby. It's Hornsby. Yeah, Rogers Hornsby, who was also in the top twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, like, come on, like, well, no. So my so my question, yeah. no, like, so what? Is 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 it enough of of let's let's look at the past and let's always, you know, baseball. Th- th- this is our this is our backbone and we're gonna keep riding this horse because it built America. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they constantly rely on that. Um, but you can't and, deny and, it. No, but in this list, so this is what I'm trying to. If you guys, it's kind of hard to explain, but if you got you know you look at this list and you see that and here's eight out of ten from the past. But who do on you- this list that. A lot of people haven't ever seen play. The people who writing you, these articles have who never do you seen put, play. Who do you put in the list? And, and I guess that's why I'm, you know, where I'm kind of side-eyeing the Mike Trout thing. Because Mike Trout's doing great things, and he's still only 30 years old. Um, and he's still playing. I'm not saying someone as recent as Mike Trout. i got to be honest, and as but, much as I hate him, how does A-Rod not make the top 20? Yeah, that's a good yeah. example. I mean, A-Rod should be a top 10 player. A-Rod a- probably should be, and I'm sorry. Maybe Barry Jeter? Bonds is a is he's a, two. He's not a, He's not eight. No, he's way higher. I'd put him four. You're, you're, and you're bouncing one of the old-time old timers out. So now, you know, it's one less. So then who's who's next? I mean, yeah, the A-Rod's. Do you go Jeter? I don't know if Jeter's, no, Jeter's not. I don't think. Uh, you don't think he's top 10? <coughs> no. Right. No. no, I think Jeter being off the top 20 is actually – Probably but why? Better. How is um, Ozzy Smith not in the top twenty? No, Ozzy Smith wasn't a great hitter. He was no, the no. greatest shortstop ever, though. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't the great hitter. No, A Rod's the greatest. Well, yeah, I mean, I played third base for a while. Yeah, but you know, um, I would put Jeter ahead of Ozzy easily. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I can't argue that. Pete Rose. How's Pete Rose not on? He's on. He's on. He's yeah. How's he not in the top twenty? He's Baseball's all time hits. All time hit leader is not in the top twenty. Right. So you're telling me? I don't know, man. It's it's hard because I I understand like there's guys that probably deserve to be up there. Obviously, Aaron, William Mays, Babe Ruth, they're all belonging in the top ten. But like, and Ted Williams probably. Greatest pure hitter of all time, right? Which is the next question. What about Tony Gwynn? Tony Gwynn. How come he's not in the top? Each point? hero. He, Perfect. Yeah. <coughs> Walter Johnson. He played in 1912. Right. Like, get him off the fucking. He doesn't have to be ranked that high. I. I. He I, played, I, I. I. Okay. Okay. You there never, hasn't been a guy since 1912 that's been better than Walter Johnson. Like. I right. hear, like, okay. Like, yeah. like, 
it, and if he, and if Walter Johnson pitched now, is he doing what he's doing now? It's so so maybe that's unfair because again, I just said we'd never seen him, but Babe Ruth would never he wouldn't be a top player in the MLB if he played now, let alone I, an. Well, era. he would have he would have changed who he was though. <laughs> I mean, Babe Ruth did it after like you know drinking beers and eating hot dogs and like, smoking cigars. Walter, Walter Walter Johnson was doing the same thing back in 1912, right? Which you know. But I'm just saying that, like, if so, yeah. if you had Babe Ruth, a conditioned Babe Ruth, yeah, like in today, like like where he worked out, like he was in shape, he yeah, didn't go what, out drinking. Yeah, but what if he ended up with like the McNabb arm, like he got all big and just everything hitting the ground? Well, maybe, you know, or maybe he would have hit 900 home runs in today's day and age. You know what I mean? So you're saying McNabb is playing today's era right now? He. Hit, uh, you might. You're no, not allowed not, to hit him. Nine hundred touchdowns. You might. You're not allowed to hit them. <laughs> I think we're going. Did you just call him the greatest quarterback of all time? No, I did not call. We're, we're going in a really weird direction. Did not call him the greatest quarterback just, of all time. You just called Donovan McNabb. I the did greatest. not. You said he could. And throw I'm not going down this road with you. Like I'm. It's not happening. What, just, what are you doing? Fucking what? The <laughs> fucking. Well, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah, sir. Love yeah. that movie. Love uh, it. Uh, I did not plan it. Um, it just kind of just kind of happened. No, it's happened. clear you didn't plan it. It didn't sound planned. No. <laughs> All right. So I think it's a good segue. Uh, look, we brought this up uh, this week on Twitter, and um, we also asked amongst ourselves our top five. Those those five songs that opened an album that got your like the second you heard it like yeah no matter how many times you heard that you got excited to put that album on because of that first song right not necessarily the band's best song right but that song that just oh I love that open what a way to open an album that's one of the, you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing that was that All was the that, question yep. and any, any way really any way you want to look at it any way you want it that's, 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 that's not on it. I mean I'm not really sure it. if that was the first song on the I, I want to say yes I'm just doesn't that sound like an open it, it does right? like yeah dun <laughs> <laughs> dun right yep. yeah yeah yep. <laughs> so yeah let the uh, let the text boards come in Sean I guess can, can show some of them but uh, which one of us is going first yeah. Are we doing our whole list? Are we going around? Uh, D- D- yeah, let's, let's D- do one each. Dave Peterson asked uh, a minute ago, Cy Young, Ozzy Smith, Hank Aaron. Uh, Hank, Hank, oh, I guess he's, Hank Aaron was in that top three. I don't Cy know. Young should have been. The fucking award was Cy made. Cy Young was top 25. He was right outside. He might have been right. 25. Okay. Yeah. Ozzy Smith, I don't remember seeing him on that list, on the top 25. Right. I don't think that he should be. Yeah. I think he should be quite, on it. Quite frankly, I think Ozzy and Ryan's going to fucking hate me. I think Ozzy Smith's overrated. I completely disagree. I think Ozzy Smith was a flashy, really good fielder, great glove, flip, this and that, but wasn't a phenomenal baseball player. He was really good, deserved to be Hall of Fame, but. If you look at his numbers, I, I'll say that his numbers aren't that. Impressive <coughs> statistics. I don't so. think he's overrated, though. <coughs> yeah, I'm not going to call him overrated. 
Well, if you're talking about him as the greatest shortstop ever, I think that's where it's through his era he was. When yeah, he I mean, when I, he was re- when he retired, he was the greatest shortstop ever. Yeah, probably. I mean, there wasn't shortstop wasn't a prominent hitting position. Right, it became prominent with that uh Dart Jeter, no more Garcia Power, A Rod. So I mean, at this point, I think that... So, now he's not the... I'll, I'll agree with you to that point. Now he's not the greatest shortstop ever. There's been too many good ones. Right. I think... But when he retired, he was the greatest shortstop ever. Larry, Larry I, Bow, I mean, was a fantastic defensive shortstop. Right? But no one ever... You know what I mean? Yeah, but they talk about Larry Bow as, like, the best shortstop that the Phillies ever had. No, he's not. Jimmy Rollins is. Well, yeah, now... I'll pass it there on. you go. Like, you just proved my point. You know what I mean? The shortstops was... Not the position it is now. And and that's actually the point of, I guess in a way that kind of is the point of my whole thing is what we just said. Larry Bell was the great, yeah, the greatest at this position. And then statistically, other players passed him. <clears throat> and then also style of play and, and whatever. And he also, <clears throat> but also know, won, in won that a ar- championship. Also in that argument, then you would put Bonds above Mays and Ruth. I quite well, frankly, favorite one as well. Um, quite frankly, Bonds. But, it, but Bonds' his be, numbers are better. Bonds probably. Mm-hmm. Could, you could make an argument that Bonds is the best player that's yeah, ever played. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He, there's no way. There's no reason why he's eight. You could make an argument that Bonds is the best player that ever played baseball. Anyway, we got to move on. I, fuck, we're anyway. going back to this. Jesus. Yeah. We thanks, uh, thanks, Dave. Yeah. That's my fault for reading your message. But you know, th- th- this is what this is all about. Hang back. Have some drinks, yeah. Talk sports, get yep. sidetracked, watch Sixers. Go back to one subject, come back to the other one later. You know, Thibault's like Thib- doing all right. Sixers up sixteen at halftime. Oh, we are the Thibault just had a uh, yeah ADD. Yeah, we are the ultimate ADD show. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, that that Dang. that slam dunk putback to end the half. That was pretty nice. There we go. Wow, dang, that was nice. All right, so. <clears throat> Your top five album openers, you know, the, the, the songs that made you want to turn that album on just to hear that song, the songs that got your blood pumping, and the songs you were like, damn, yep. that's, a, that's a way to open an album. Not necessarily the best songs ever to open an album. Or just, just a song that you just, the first time you listened to, Made when it first popped on an album. And it's, and a, per, and it's yeah. a personal question. It was yeah. what Yeah, there's no wrong your, answer. Gets your there's blood no, pumping. Yeah. Yep. All right, so we got a, a couple good ones on Twitter, but I figure we go through our list, and then we'll, okay. and we'll go through some of the listeners. Mm-hmm. All right. <coughs> we'll, uh, so he's starting us off. Oh. I am? Go ahead. All yeah. right, so I'm going old school here. Okay. Um, I'm going to say two of us from the Beatles, the Let It Be album. It's hmm. not something that gets your blood pumping. But it's a good but, way to open an album. But that, album come, that, that song comes on, and you're like, damn. And then that album is so fucking good. Yeah. To where it's hard to just listen to that. Like, that's one of them albums to me. If something comes on, if I got shuffle playing. Yeah. It, I'm, you I'm, just, I'm, I'm that I'm, way with I'm, the white album. I'm yeah. putting that album on. Yeah. yeah. I hear one white album song at on. You're right. Uh, you and I probably have one on our list that's probably from an album that once you hear one song, you can't turn it off. Go ahead. So now we're all going to no, we're gonna do, all one do one. Each. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll go. Uh, I went blind by corn. Just the, it. just the, uh-huh. and then just like, and then you just wait for it, 
and it just build up until you hear the "Are you?" Um, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's that's exactly it. it. That was on my list. Uh, Blind was on my actually actually the first one I typed out, just wow. because it's <clears throat> whenever they play it in in in, uh, in concert. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. man. Like, it, seems it, it just gets yeah. you. Yeah. 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 And usually they open with it. And it's not. No, it's actually become their closer. Oh, uh, has yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, is it their best song? No. It's a pretty good fucking song. It is, it is a, good, it is a but, pretty good fucking but song. But it might not be. But, see, it's not the best song. Okay. Um, Corn had two of them. I was bouncing around. I see you went blind, and I'm going to go battery on Master Puppets. Um. Dude, is that on your list? The strum. Yes. Yeah, that's that's on my list, too. All of our lists. That's, that's on your list? That's on my list. Nice. Oh, wow, we it all was, had one. No, I mean, it was just because, like, the thing is, is that, like, you guys were into Metallica. Like, I was into Metallica, but not quite as early and as much as you guys are. I mean, still not. To, I mean, I, I don't have Metallica tattoo. But. Uh, <laughs> Fucking dorks. Oh, good for you. <laughs> But I remember somebody lending me the Master of Puppets CD when I was like a freshman or sophomore mm. in high school. And I just put on the first song. And I just remember hearing what like, the... like, and it just starts off. So with, like, dark, so grim. Yep. Yeah, but and it, it just starts off with like the, the guitar strums. And it's like, and you're like, what is this? Like, what am I getting myself into? And like, it doesn't sound real heavy. It doesn't sound, and then all of a sudden, it just fucking blows you. you it punches like, you in the fucking mouth. I'll never forget. I'll never forget where I was and what I was doing when I first heard that song. It's awesome. All right, this is two now. I have. I do have an honorable mention because I figured one of them would be announced, and there was blind for me. Yeah, so the alcohol is kicking in, so I had to get the list out. Um, this my list. I'm gonna s- welcome to the jungle. Appetite for destruction. Good one. Actually, yeah. as you just said it, Dave Peterson literally just typed that in. Welcome to the jungle by Guns N' Roses. Appetite for destruction. Absolutely. I can't. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I thought about it, um, and one of our listeners did say that as well. I think two people may have. So I'll I'll get to the list in a second. But yeah, um, I can't disagree with that at all. And not this is about disagreeing with something. I'm not gonna just dis- right, tell right, you right, you're yeah. open so. Um, all right, so mine. This one's gonna be a little off the off the cuff. Um, live throwing copper. Oh. Damn it, out of creek. This motherfucker. Oh, that's on your. I list, swear dude. to oh God. Oh my God! Really? I swear to God. I thought that, that was gonna be the one nobody had. Dude, I swear to God, it's on my list. I that was the last one I added. Fellas, I swear to God, I crossed that off a list. Did you I really? Did, did yes. you really? Wow. Yes. I didn't know that you were as big. I like. Yeah. I'm not as big a fan as you are, but I that album's unbelievable. Yeah, and that, that opener. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> and then the the, the build up to that. The, the sadness. It gets. <laughs> it goes. The sadness of everyone. And just how it builds, and then all of a sudden it fucking. Be it just goes. It goes fucking nuts at the end of it, and that's. That isn't my favorite song on the album. No, there's there's a lot of great yeah, songs. White discussion. Alone, white discussion is yeah. probably my favorite on I Alone's really good. I yeah. love that song. Yeah. Like I know it was their single and all, but that I love that song. Yeah. 
Murray yeah. had the fucking the, the, the braid, just the long yeah. ass braid. He's like, <laughs> Swinging around. Yeah. He's like, yeah, baby, my dick's is big. <laughs> yeah, baby. Fucking dudes, uh, dudes from Allentown. Uh, uh, York. York, yeah. Oh, from right. York. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. No offense to our one yeah. fan in Allentown. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Is that like calling? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Is that like calling North it's, Camden and South Camden the yeah, same like, thing? Isn't hold on, in the distance you can hear one guy like, Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's our fan in York. Um, well, there's York, Allentown's like up northern, and York's like more like western. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same thing. Yeah, oh, they, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, okay. sorry. They have like, they still use rocks to start fires and shit out there. Yeah. So we're good. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're good. All right. Um, Gary said, uh, Led's up, dazed and confused. That's a good one. Yeah. That, yeah, that did open it, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. Boom, boom. Nah. Nah. It's too no. long. It's 17 minutes long. Days of Confused? No, it's not. It's like, I mean, it's like eight, but it's not 17. Is it? That's a long, it's, it's still eight. Eh, all right. Anyway. I'm not going to disagree, but, you know. Uh, all right. It, uh, it's a slow I song. I think you're being a little cynical here. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, 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 That's a great. <laughs> <laughs> a little bluesy tune, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, I, I love my best. The, the best is the. Uh, see if this will work, huh? Uh, I can't get the effects to work. All right, so I had uh, I had effects on here, and they're not working. I had the echo. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different song, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, <laughs> just <really> fucking chip <laughs> I, I said I, I agreed. Um, yeah, I was, that's I'm, what I think about your pick, Gar. <laughs> but you're not wrong. I, I can't tell you you're wrong. It's just your opening song. Yeah. There's no opinions. There's no opinions, but Gary. <laughs> Actually, if uh, if Robert Plant was still alive, he'd say, "No!" Oh, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say Robert Plant's still alive. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, to Carrie's answer. All right, uh, mine is um, Mr. Self Destruct on the Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. Nice. Oh yeah, the. Oh, right, because there's a better way of hearing. Trent Reznor again. <laughs> something's going on. Like something's going on there. But that song. I'll keep you where you are. Yeah, like the, yeah. Oh, my God. Mr. Self-Destruct. And then in the yeah. middle of the song, it's real quiet. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're so much of an asshole because you're, like, you're 14 and you got your CD player and you're trying not to let your parents screw because, you know, it had the expletive sticker in the corner. And you're like, oh, shit. If they hear me listen to this album, I'll be getting some shit for this. And you keep it down. And it's the piano part. And he's whispering. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck, you can't hear it. Something wrong with this thing. You turn it off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gary said, so horny by two live crew. <laughs> <laughs> Me, son. All right, my turn. Yeah. This is uh, round three. All right. Round three. Um, all right, I had battery, Master Puppets. Yeah, that was uh, my. That's an, so that I'm was trying to yeah. switch it with another one. I was bouncing in my head, Blackened. Just for all. Okay. 
See, I was going. We talked about it. I, I told, I mentioned that like we we all said that like we could have picked different songs yep. off of the album from the same band, and Enter Sandman. Off yeah. the black album. Sure. Uh, I, that, I, I was going to, the reason yeah. I didn't go with that is because I was trying not to get doubles and I thought he was going to have it. Oh, okay. But it was, I mean, it's it's a song, not only does it open that album, but it's a song that still gets played. The song's 30 years old. Yeah. And it still gets played in stadiums and it still fires people up. Yep. I mean, think about all the players at Virginia Tech and, you know, all that. They come out to that song. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow, that opens wow. that out. It's the riff, dude. Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd on the Wish You Were Here album. Nice. That's uh, Mr. Nice. Peterson. Um, so, no, I went with uh, – yeah, I went – I switched it up to Enter Sandman because I had battery. Oh, so you – okay. Okay. Um, I, and I, I was hoping someone was going to name the other one first, if it's even on someone's list. But I'm going to go with Go on Versus oh. by Pearl Jam. Um, oh my God. You hear that little... The guitar, that drum comes yes. in. Don't go that on was, me. Uh, Don't go on me. Yeah, it's interesting about that because I... That's another one. Not Go. Go wasn't the one that I had, but I have another on my list yes. from Pearl Jam. And that was another one where I was like... That's a, that's the other song on a different album that that's I the one I'm yeah. thinking about. It's once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. Definitely. That, that. Yeah. That. That's another one where I remember like where com- I was. Yeah. When I first heard the yeah. song. Yeah. And once comes on, it's hard not to listen to some Pearl. I mean. Yeah. As much as we all love Pearl Jam, and Ten is an amazing album. It's played out. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but it's if that mood hits you, man. Wants is a, yeah. Like you, uh, fuck. I'm drunk. So yeah. So that's. You know, someone here to hear the mama tone. Someone's here to Yeah. Oh, oh, on a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a tour. Yeah. <laughs> Jailbreak by ACDC. Actually, all right, so uh, well, I, I didn't put him on my list, but um, Hell's Bell's on Back in Black. That, 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 was, on, that was one of the yeah. on lists I wrote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. I'm not the Boom. biggest. I'm not the biggest ACDC I fan. I like two albums. I like that album. And, I like um, uh, Back in Black and yeah. I like um, Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, you, you're. Oh, my it's, turn? Yeah. All right. So, I, um, like, it's a different kind of category. I weighed this over in my head. Um, but I'm going to go with it this because it was earlier. Fuck with Dre Day on the Chronic. We'll have okay. your fucking record company surrounded. Yeah. Um, I know I'm the biggest hip hop pa- fan on the panel. Yeah. Right. But, like, that album. That's a flawless hip hop album. Yeah, front to back. The B side might be, even be better, but that album's flawless. See, and if that song comes on, I'm at least listening to some of this album. Right to this day. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary said, "Great pick." Uh, Dave Peterson said, "David Bowie's Heroes." Okay, uh, uh-huh. not my favorite Bowie song. If anything, I would have probably went Ziggy. Yeah, I'd go Ziggy before I want Heroes. Um, 
But again, it's not about right, your favorite yeah, song. Right, it's not about yeah, us. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's me, right? Last yeah, I mean, I, yeah, because, well, I we went the left. fourth. Well, yeah. yeah, we went the fourth. I went once from ten. So, yeah, if we're on the last one, I got I got one left, too. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think, I wonder if this is the one that you and I are going to have. Uh, Oblivion. God, not. <laughs> you didn't? You no. don't? You didn't? It's not on my list. It's no. not on your list? No, Dude. but it was on one of my list. Uh, Oblivion by Mastodon uh, for Crack the Sky. That album, in my Opinions and absolute masterpiece, but that that opening again, it's like battery. Agreed. And it just builds up, builds up, builds up. Gary's last one is last. Uh, Gary's last one is Black Sabbath, The Rit. That's not the first song on the album, bro. No, it's not. It's the last. It's the last song. <laughs> Gary, and God damn it, where's your movie review? <laughs> uh, what's your last one? I just did my last one. Oh, the rival. Uh, uh, yeah, that was my fifth. That was the fifth one. Was it? Oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh. I'm, so, I'm sorry. My last one. My own summer. Deftones around the fire. I mm. I was thinking about that one. Yeah. That's the, that's how you open a new metal. I mean, they're, they've evolved on it, but that's how you open a new metal album. Mm-hmm. Like late '90s, shit's changing. A lot of crashing and fucking. As soon as that snare hits, you're like, oh, yeah. something. But think, yeah. Gary said it's the first song he heard on that album, Dickheads. Well, that wasn't the. <laughs> that wasn't the question. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the question. Um, Rock, so Rocket Man by Elton John. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. So the last one that I have, Tool, Anima, Stink Fist. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had the uh, the garage on. Right. Really? Another yeah. list. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, if anything, I was thinking of Lateralis. Yeah. That would have been another honorable mention. Lateral- like Lateralis isn't the first song on that album, though, Mike. It yeah. is? The Grudge is. The Grudge. Oh, The Grudge is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that, that's the one that starts out with dun, the... Dun, dun, that sounds dun, like a tape. Dun, 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 like, okay. Okay. What does it sound like? A tape. The, what? <laughs> But no, yeah, yeah, so. And, uh. Summertime, you're if you didn't, once, uh, yeah. And if you didn't want to go, if uh, you didn't want to go throwing copper, Secret Samadhi. Yeah, Rattlesnake. Yeah. yeah. No, Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake was yeah. the first one on. It's going to take Oh, you know what? That's the far. second one, wasn't it? Crazy, crazy that was the second song. Mixed up t- yeah, yeah. Uh, Damn. I was all fucked up. Uh, anyway. R- uh, Rocket Man, Elton John, Dave Peterson said. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's my list. Um, it's all of our lists, I guess, right? We all had battery, though. Yes, Shit. sir, bro. They're up 16 and half time. Shit, there was one. I was j- something just hit me. I went, oh, that, that was a great opener. And I, I lost it. Um, but here's some of the uh, people on Twitter, what they said. Uh, Chuck Darrow. Uh, at Chuck Darrow said, "See no evil from Marquee Moon." I'm not very familiar. Yeah, I'm. No, <clears throat> that's fine. That's that's what gets his blood pumping. Uh, Joe DeSinic checked in earlier on the show. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. <clears throat> not the biggest Van Halen fan. That's a good song. Yeah, that's a good song to kick off. Mm-hmm. Oh, but ah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else said, ba- "Oh, Booch." Booch checked in and said, "Booch uh, said Booch. Hey, this is Booch. I like What's up, Booch? <clears throat> no, he said, uh, "Battery by Metallica." 
5150 album, uh, Van Halen. Good enough. Um, Polsky uh, checked in and put on uh, Rocky, all the intro songs. <laughs> so that was his pick. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Thanks for your contribution. <clears throat> it's a good one. Start me up. Rolling Stones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, and it, like that's a, the opening riff. Yeah. That's like that's the same thing with the Ender Sandman thing. You hear that song, you're like, all right, yeah. here we go. Got some listening to some Stones now. Uh, go Eagles 302. Brian says Blind by Corn. And we, I said, this one's definitely on our list. We're going to do a segment on the sh- on the show tomorrow night. Uh, Booch also checked in and said War Pig Sabbath. I, I thought about it. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Uh, App Dumpster Baby <laughs> uh, said, tough to, tough to beat this one. And uh, can't can't disagree with that. Welcome to the Jungle. We talked about that earlier. So. Yeah. Yeah, so those are kind of the uh, some of the uh, choices that people on Twitter said. I want cool. uh, one more like honorable mention, whatever you want to call it. Um, the other one I was floating with uh, on the hip hop scale was uh, "Bring the Ruckus" Wu Tang on Thirty Six Chambers. Again, I don't know if either one of you have listened to that album straight through. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's been a long time. Yeah, a really long time. So I. Yeah, I really don't remember. I, dude, I before the show I said uh, White America uh, on Eminem's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a way different song from anything he ever did before. Like he was, like you could tell there was an anger behind that album because it's of that the, first song. It's the most outside of the way. I, maybe that or the way I am. It's the raunchiest song he's released. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely most, the most aggressive. Uh, and it kicks off that album. You're like, oh, man. And that album is just fantastic. Yeah. Um, Stay Ready to Heaven, Hotel California, Mama. Yeah. Uh, all choices. Uh, man, that Hotel California, the Eagles out. That, yeah. That's a yeah, that's a you, classic, dude. Yeah, that's. Hmm, man, that's a tough one um, to disagree with at all. Right. Ah, pretty cool. Yeah, that was fun, guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Well um, done, Mike. Yeah, I got to get a drink. Talk, I'm thirsty. Fucking drink. Yeah, you need a drink? There was another drink. album I was trying to think of. And I, I, as we were talking, I lost my train of thought. Um, You know what? I don't love them at all anymore. Like, I can't listen to them at all. But um, the way that Eat the Rich opens, Aerosmith. <clears throat> Yes. We got food, has pants, yeah. ain't nothing changing but the date. And then, the, and then the, the first Eat the Rich comes on. Yeah. That's the first, like, that was a, that, that's a that great, was a great, that's a good that song. was a great album. Like, that was a great comeback album. Now, Aerosmith all of a sudden, yeah, that fell apart, it. but. It was that album, and then that was it. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I don't want to say I hate them, but you guys like Aerosmith a lot more than I do. No, we don't anymore. No, but you did. Like it, I never liked them as much as you guys did. Like never. Yeah. Okay. Like if you give me Aerosmith, I want seventies Aerosmith. That's it. Well, I mean, again, seventies Aerosmith and and Eat the Rich is it? Like there's. Yeah, but see that that's what I mean. I'm out. Like you if don't it's like not seven. No, if it's not seventies Aerosmith, I'm out. Yo, how about the uh, um the one who opens up Silver Chair's first album? 
Oh, um. What was that called? Put your hands in the air. I am, I am. Israel Son. Israel Israel Son. Israel Son. That's a great album. And Wait for Tomorrow was like. Yeah, Tomorrow. Yeah, Tomorrow's. Pure Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Fault Line. Suicidal Dreams is on that. Suicide Dreams. That's a good album. That's a great album. And then their albums got really sonically. Like, they became Pure Massacre, like Gary just said. They had like really good um, uh, sound, sound and album sonically, mm-hmm. but then the music just took a shit. Like they yeah. went in a completely different direction. Yeah. They were young kids. The record but, label but took ne- control. But Neon Ballroom, like that album, is it sonically is one of the yeah. best albums ever. Like uh-huh. there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, while you were drunk, here we go. I am not drunk, man. You trying to make me drunk? It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? Wow, you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? Fuck with my ass, man. Shit. So... Who lives in suspension for the rest of the season? Jawan Howard. Um, Jawan Howard doing what he did yeah. in the game. Uh, Michigan and Wisconsin I met up this week. And basically, it came because of a... There was a timeout, and there was a full-court full so, press. Yeah. Uh, and it was a Michigan was, a was down 14. There was, like, 15 seconds left, and Jawan Howard decided to do a full-court press, and then a coach from Wisconsin called a timeout. Right. Okay. So then they, they meet afterwards, and they ask the line, and things are kind of getting a little out of control, and there's argument. Yeah, so, I mean, essentially, like, Jawan Howard's pissed at his team lost, and he's trying to walk past the dude. And the dude's like, yo. Yeah, Shake he, hands. He provoked it. Who? The, the guy? The Wisconsin coach. Yeah, but at the same time, like, John Howard was being a douche, and he called him on being like, a douche. Kim, completely. Completely. Like, uh, John Howard wanted to walk by him, and the dude stopped him. Like, he was provoking yeah. something. He yeah. wanted a reaction out of John Howard. Now, the reaction that John Howard had is completely unacceptable, but it was provoked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was provoked, but at the same time, Jawan Howard was being a douche by walking. Like you're supposed to shake hands, right? I, Let's talk about what happened, whatever. But Jawan, so the both of them, so it got heated. He goes away. The coach goes away. His assistant coach for Wisconsin starts barking at Howard, and that's who Howard hit. Yeah. Like it, it, it was a bad look. That was a horrible. That was a terrible <laughs> look on right. both programs. It it was bad, but. And the Big Ten, but Howard, Howard deserves the bulk of it. Howard took a swing. I, I agree. Agreed. Yeah. But I don't. I just disagree with the Wisconsin coach not being reprimanded at all. Like he didn't even get fined. But I don't know. Like, do, do you think that when he stopped Howard, that he was thinking that this is going to turn into a brawl? No. Do you think that he was? Do you think that in the back of his mind, or at any point, or was he just trying to stop the coach saying, "Don't be a dick"? At I'm that, not, I'm at, not going to insinuate. I mean, but at that point, you you got to be able to sense that Jawan Howard is not in no mood. Right. Be the bigger man. Move on. He, right. the dude, he was looking for a reaction. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if. I think the guy that takes a swing deserves the bulk of what happened. I and completely agree. If, if the guy got, like, I don't know if he should have got suspended. If he should have got fined, okay. But there's probably, 
Like, Fifty what, times that that like, happens. A, Forty-nine times, the coach says, shakes his hand and walks off. As a grown man, right? As a grown man, these are two grown men walking by each other, and someone says something that you don't like, and you're in a mood. What could they possibly say to you that deserves to get punched? I can name a few things. Right, and we don't know what the coach. Now we don't know what the other coach said. That right. the other guy, I don't know what Some, he said, so I can't speculate. Something, I mean, something racist. If it's if, if it was racist, it would came out. Something really dirty and personal, um, you know, something like that. Yeah, I mean, if it was something if it was, hate, hate, hate filled, you know, something yeah. like that. Absolutely, we would have heard about that by now, though. And I don't think it was anything like that. But that he's but but Ryan's not no, even no, talking no, about no, the no, other no. coach. No, and I know, and so like. I don't know. I'm just thinking about like, the reaction itself, like in general, like how what would make you react to something like that, and where it would become warranted, and where you couldn't fault the fault the person who took the you know who made right. the swing. You know, I, I don't know if you can, aside from those few things, and if we know it's not any of those, those things. Right. right, like the post game, Jawan Howard would have said, "I was called such and such." He said such and such. Yeah, he said nothing. It's too late now. Right. You can't do that. Now. Right, right. So Jawan, I completely agree. Jawan Howard should have been. The, the, the suspension fits. The rest of the regular season, Phil Martell, he's going to coach the, the Wolverines, by the way. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I, yeah. I had that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. So, um, but he should have been suspended for the rest of the season. I think it's fitting. I think the Wisconsin coach should have got something, but um, let's move on here. Like, it, it was a bad, bad, bad look. Yeah. Both programs and the Big Ten. Well, speaking of a bad look, and it's so funny that Dave Peterson mentioned this because this was next on my list here. <clears throat> um, a Finnish cross-country skier has suffered a frozen penis what? at the Olympics. Wait, what? One more time. A Finnish cross-country skier has suffered a frozen penis during the Olympics. Had suffered a frozen penis during the Olympics. I've never heard of this before. Yes. So the cross-country skier. It was um, fucking cold in the Olympics. But, wait, what? So. Remy Lindholm of Finland. Uh, wait, this dude's from Finland? Yep. And 50, he couldn't handle the cold? 50-kilometer uh, race at the Beijing Olympics is where this occurred. The thing is, um, this isn't the first time this has happened to him. This happened to him last year, too. Oh. Where he froze his penis. He's got a problem. Uh, so basically, like, maybe, maybe put a blanket around it or, you know, a little warmer or something. They say you can guess after the, after the uh, thing, you know, he's being uh, treated. And he said, well, you guys, you guys can guess what body part was a little bit frozen today when I finished. It was one of the most comp, <laughs> one of the worst. Comp- <laughs> I finished. He did say that. <laughs> he did say that. And he said, uh, it's one of the worst competitions I've been in. I was just battling through. Um, what a fucking. Frozen, frozen cock. dick. With a frozen cock. Frozen coxicle. Oh, man. He just... Uh, like, did he think he's seen it down his leg through, like, the tights? You know what I mean? Like, did he have, like, a Randy Quaid the, dick? I don't want to think... Oh, my God. Did he have a Randy Quaid dick, or did he have, like, a, like, like a small it's a dick? unicorn. Harden uh, did one of his uh, behind-the-back step-back. Yep. Here it did is. he hit it? Did he hit it? Yep. <laughs> now, there it is. Harden with the... Ah! <laughs> Oh, that's great. Pretty it's well. in a Sixers uniform, that's fellas. Great. And they're blowing out the Timberwolves. Up 25 now. Yep. Um, okay. 
Uh, Dave Pierce said the NFL and XFL reached a partnership agreement. The agreement yes, they did. experiments with proposed rules, test equipment, develop officials, players, and coaches. So, in se- so it's a minor league. If I read it right, that's what it seems that's like. The a- XFL is going to be kind of like a minor league for the NFL. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Thanks for that, Dave. I didn't hear anything uh, about that. Oh, you didn't hear about that? No. I would have figured you had it. I mean, no, I wasn't I thinking about it, but I would have figured you had it on if, the list. If it is and it actually survives, good for the XFL. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. It's tried and tried and tried and tried. So, I mean, yeah, could you imagine having a minor league team? You could have stuffed Jalen Hurts down there. Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll flip around here. Uh, speaking of minor leagues, Jim Tomey has just been announced as the new MLB um, Player Association uh, president. Nice. Yep. Uh, like two days ago. Nice. Wow. Okay. So Jim Tomey, all That's around. Probably a good hire. Yeah, I mean everyone you know loves him. He's right. he's one of the most yeah. down to earth dudes ever. Uh, Mark Lanigan, <laughs> uh, former singer of the Screaming Trees. And uh, also sang Quincy Stone Age. They work with Nirvana, um, f- Dave Grohl. He, he's done it all. Um, uh, passed away uh, at the age of 57 this week. And probably, most people probably who the fuck's fuck this guy? Yeah. But he was he was a pretty integral part in that whole movement of that music. You know that music during that era. Basically, a part of our DNA, like who we are, man. Yeah, and and uh, Ryan had a good question um, before the show. So think about now. Mark Lanigan's gone. They're all going. Yeah, except like, like Eddie Vedder. Like, yeah, put him in a box. Eddie Vedder's or like the the last '90s, like icon left. There I were mean, so many because the '90s were so good. Like, oh, that you, same era, like that yeah. same, you know, Scott Weiland's gone, Cobain's Chris, gone, Chris Cornell, Lance Daly, Lance Daly Chris Cornell, Mark, oh, wow. Mark Lanigan, who was big in that. The dude from Mother Love Bone, right? Kurt Cobain. I mean, now Kurt Cobain was the, well, a long uh, time ago, and the cousin from uh, Mother Love Bone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if there's is there any other from that '90s era grunge, Billy That's Corgan? Maybe, his, maybe, maybe. But I don't think he's it, not like a legend. I mean, Dave they, Dave Grohl, Mark but Lanigan Dave Grohl was, was kind of the drummer for Nirvana, mm-hmm. so I just see that. I guess yeah, it I'm makes it a little him. bit yeah, different. Front man, like, and, like and Foo Fighters came out in '95, so I'm not counting him as a front man. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um. So Troy Aikman uh, is probably going to sign a major deal, uh, where a seven-figure deal, where they're going to pry him wow. away from Fox and join Monday Night Football. So thank God for is Monday it seven Night or is it eight figures? I think it's a seven. I'm sorry, nine, nine figures. Nine. Okay. Jesus Christ, my odd numbers. Yeah. Okay. It's three of Mike's right now. Um, I'm like a million dollars. Doesn't sound like much. Nine, nine <laughs> figures. Nine uh, figures. Good for Monday Night Football, though. Um, I think he'll do a good job there. Monday Night Football's been bad for a long time. Nine figures. Yeah. Announcers are making a hundred so, million dollars now. What the fuck? Ten-year contract or something? Yeah, you know, like a mil- yeah, like right, ten, $10 million, million a year. year? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yep. Christ. Um, you. Like, you're not playing. You're so, sitting in a booth talking about He starts to come, and then he pulls out. Thank you, Troy. Ten you. a year. Like, it's a job any of us could do. Right. I mean, not I don't know if you do it as well. And, you know, but making like, that kind of money where there's. Like, you meet with the team 
That's oh, crazy. You, you research meet the a team. little bit. Yeah, yeah, you do your research, and then you meet with the team on Saturdays before the game. I talk like, to. Yeah. Right. Maybe like Dick Stockton and Colin. I talk to him. Yeah, Trent Selleck. Trent Selleck. Here's Trent Selleck. So, um, so Donovan like, McNabb. <laughs> there's. No, I hit the who's like eight hundred thousand a game or Kevin something. Kevin Colby. Right? Like seven, like who is the, the the announcer? It's a hockey announcer, and he calls the dudes like if the dude's name is Jim, that like he calls him Jimmy. If his name's Mike, he calls him Mikey. Mm-hmm. And if that, if it's Rick, it's Ricky. If it's Vladimir, it's it's Vladimir. It's, it's Rack. Yeah, it's that. Rick. It's not fucking Ricky. How many fucking times I got to tell you? <laughs> we were talking about that. <laughs> we were talking about that like two weeks ago. We were talking about that scene. It was a great scene. I'm gonna keep Rick. it. It's had to keep it quiet because Mark was standing next to us. He hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, like, like, come on, Mark. Fuck you! What the <laughs> fuck you? I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. So yeah, so two things. So Fox is gonna be different because there's gonna be no Joe Buck. Oh, or, Joe Buck. Well, no, no, either? not with Troy Aikman though. Right. Like. Yeah, we just we were talking about. I don't know if you were down here. We were talking about. I guess Johnson, Moose Johnson, moves maybe in the Aikman spot. I don't think he's been number two. He's not. I don't know. I don't, he had some shitty games this year. I remember. Who's the number two in five? I don't know. All right. Is it? Is it a? Yes, I'm gonna do football. Do they have um? I don't know. Maybe they just hire Sean Payton. Hire Keith Jackson. Um, why? Well, why Keith Jackson? Oh. Just hire. Oh uh, no, I'm thinking of Brooks Robinson. I'm sorry. Brooks, hire him quick. The Sean so, Jackson. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, so he goes up the seam here, and and yeah, so Merle he caught it. <laughs> like he doesn't give you nothing, dude. You talking about Mike Quick? Yeah, he just goes up the seam, and then you know he goes over here, and he runs a button hook pattern, and then he hook, uh, gonna execute a button hook pattern, super slow mo, and then uh, <laughs> super, super slow mo is broken by Mass Blood yeah. standard of the game. I don't understand how Quick has been doing it for as long as he. That has. extra point has been brought to you by Kool Aid. Hey, you motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> like I never thought the Quick did a good job. No, I'm not a fan of them. Like I'm not. I'm <laughs> this touch is brought to you by Nestle Quick. Which one of you motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, LeBron. Uh, this is my final while you were jump uh, LeBron um, is there's he's kicking up a lot of drama in L.A. right now, and. Uh, between his comments, what we were talking about before the show, Ryan, I wasn't going to talk about that, but me um, talking about me, but you know, saying basically that wherever his son plays when he's, he's drafted, play. that's where he's going to play his finally. First of all, isn't that kind of like, like tampering almost? Like it's not tampering because you're not talking about a specific team, but it kind of is in yeah. a way because it's like you draft my hey, son, you yeah, tank, my my you... son's going to stink and, he, and not stink, but he'll be good enough to get drafted. But my son's going to get drafted in the second round. But you draft my son in the second round, and now I'm going to – you know what I mean? His son's not going to get drafted in the second round. If LeBron's playing for him, his son's going to get drafted yeah. in the lottery. so yes. it is kind of like tampering. Yes. You just you you just altered – now, I, I don't know how – how old is this kid now? He'll be – a sophomore? He's junior? got 
Yeah, he's got two years of high school left. So LeBron will be 39. Yep. I don't know. He'll be he'll have to be 40 by the time the kid comes. Right, because right, right. Yeah. he's got he's, he's got to play, play a year, year right? Yeah. As of now, he has to play a year. So, and I said this to Ryan, statistically, historically, um, in basketball, if a player is has, has still been playing at the age of 38, 38 is usually it. Like, that's usually, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. You're, you're not playing anymore. Um, so he's he's right there. He's going to be 38 next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he makes it to 40 to play with his son. And He'll make it to 40 to play with his son just to play. Yeah. But you know he his, may not be You know his son good. is on record saying, I don't know if I want to go to the NBA? No. Uh, like, like, How good is his son? I don't remember. Nah, like, he's athletic and shit. Like, he could shoot and he could dunk. But, like, I don't know how good of a basketball player he is. I mean, he's not his father. No, I mean it's it's not even close. Like, no, he's not, no, and like, no, one, and no one's saying that. But we're, no, but I'm, I'm just saying that. Like, I don't know if he's good enough to be drafted. If the if it wasn't for his name, he'd maybe be good that, enough to be drafted. Maybe that's why LeBron's doing it, so he gets drafted. That could be tampering as well. Yeah. But anyway, the reason why Sixers I brought up 35 by now. Yeah, are they really? Yeah. The reason why I was bringing up uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, 25. LeBron oh, 25. wasn't about his son, but it was more so about the fact uh, that he, uh, he's been causing a lot of shit in L.A. And a story came out in The Athletic this week, which basically called out the organization and LeBron, uh, or the rift between the organization and LeBron, where they said that even when Kobe Bryant was there, that no one held as much power as LeBron James does. They feel the ownership feels threatened by LeBron James, where they have to feel that they have to cater his every need. Well, hasn't that been? That's not news. But apparently, but they're saying they've never had a situation like that there. They said as big as Kobe Bryant was, never had this much power in LA. Because Kobe Bryant's not LeBron. Yeah, but Kobe. I mean, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was as good of a player. Kobe Bryant played there for his whole career. Yeah, Kobe Bryant was as good. In Laker world, he's bigger than LeBron. I understand that, but Kobe Bryant's not LeBron. No, 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 no. Kobe Bryant. But LeBron LeBron, The LeBron brand is bigger than Kobe Bryant's brand. I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you mean. No, absolutely. But LeBron has been in L.A. for two years where Kobe Bryant was playing there his whole career. So the whole power thing within the organization, I understand. Maybe that's why. Because LeBron came there. Basically saying, I'm going to be the GM. Right. Yeah. Like Kobe this is Bryant, what I want. Yeah, right. Kobe Bryant didn't come to an organization and right. say, I'm going, to be, right. you're, I'm going to build your team for you. Yeah. LeBron's like, been building teams Yeah, like Magic, forever. I'll sign there, but I'm in charge. So apparently there's a major rift because um, when they signed, uh, when they traded for Russell Westbrook, um, LeBron was pushing for it, right? Pushing for it, and he said, "You do this, we're going to get your rings. You do this, you're going to get your rings." And they made the deal. They gave up a lot, a couple first round picks, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, too. And everybody and had to know that that was a stupid, terrible. Idea. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, so the Lakers are like, "Yo, yeah." And LeBron wanted Russell Westbrook traded this year. He right. wanted him traded a couple weeks ago because he said it wasn't working out. Basically, saying it wasn't working out. So you pride for this guy to come to your yeah. team. Six months later, you're the one that wants to And get now him. you want him out. Yeah. And now you're trying to force him. now you can't trade and, him for anything because he the, sucks. And if you're the GM, you're sitting there looking at it going, This is your fault. Fuck you. I ain't, no, yeah. I'm not giving up more assets or, or trading him for a bag of balls at this point. 
after what we just gave up for him. I think that this is like LeBron's fourth year with them. Third or four, yeah, it might be, it's it might be fourth. his fourth. In his year. second year, do you remember guys on the foul line, like a Kyle Kuzma or something, was shooting over the foul line, and the entire stadium was chanting, LeBron going to trade you. This has been yeah. going on for oh, two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Or for three years. So. <laughs> when they were trying to get Anthony Davis or something, probably. But, like, uh, it's just so messed up. Probably, yeah. It yeah. probably was around that time. Yeah. Yeah. You, you might be right. Um, it's just, I don't know. The whole thing is just crazy because it's like, how do they allow this? Because the NBA is a joke. Yeah. The, no, M- yeah. That the, the NBA is a league is a joke. Like, I love the fact the Sixers just got James Harden. I know. But the Sixers shouldn't have been able to get James Harden. You know what I mean? No, because Ben Simmons shouldn't have been able to do what he did. That and James, and James Harden, James shouldn't, have Harden shouldn't have been able to do what he did right. in yeah. Brooklyn. Like at, Both of them. Right. You know. It shouldn't have been able to go down. Right. James, Harden, league, shouldn't, James Harden should have never been on the the, the Nets to be, even make that an option. An option. Right. Like the, it's a joke. Anthony Davis, all these guys. Yeah. The big three from Miami, all that shit. Yeah. The fuck, the one you got to. The one you got to think about, like, why are you not taking advantage of the way this league is built? As Damon Lillard, why does he consistently want to stay in Portland? Same thing with Bradley Beal. Yeah, but Bradley Beal is still a lot younger than is he? Than like Lillard, two, like, it's got to be two, four years, years like, five years. You think it's got to uh, be right? Well, I mean, because Portland was competitive for a while. I mean, but you know, yeah, a couple of years ago, Portland was. They were competitive, but you know they they were never in contention for a title in the West. No, no, not with the Warriors, eh? right? Because that's yeah, but there was nothing you were going to be able to do unless you joined the Warriors. But that that, but I'm saying even now, like why Lillard wants to? Yeah, why do you want to stay here? Like Portland's got to be even thinking at this point, like let us trade you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it didn't work. Yeah, thank you for everything, but let us trade you. They traded McCollum. Right. Like, yeah. How's he yeah. still on the team? I don't know. Yeah, that's – I don't know. I, I don't know. The product allows this to happen, and it's it's a joke. And Yep. Yeah, I know. mean, again, if the, if the Sixers – like you're, I think you're saying the same thing. If the Sixers weren't, um, weren't competitive and weren't, like, the process and fun and, and all this, like, I don't know how, I'd, how much I'd be into basketball. Mm-hmm. Because of all that shit. Yeah, no, I mean, for a while, it was hard for me to, and that's you know, that's when uh, the Warriors are kind of making their their waves was around that time, right? Yeah, right around that. So, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't care, mm-hmm. you know, I, and and their Western Conference team, right? And it was cool to see you know Curry doing what he was doing, but right, I wasn't staying up to watch a ten o'clock Warriors game. They were no. the only team worth watching at that point. Right. Everyone else was just. There for a ride. That team. Yeah. In those years, it was even worse because you had lost, Cleveland and, and, and yeah. And I, I was just gonna say, and then and then there's LeBron and Cleveland. Well, I don't. And that's the other thing. Like, I don't tune in to watch LeBron James, but Michael Jordan was playing on a Sunday afternoon. I was watching it. I, mean, I might be in a minority on that. I just don't. I thought. I just thought Jordan's game was just so much fun, man, and. Um, and I don't want I, to turn this into a LeBron Jordan. No, thing, but, but I used to with LeBron. Yeah, I used to like when he was doing the playoff battles with the Celtics. The first time he was with the Cavaliers, mm-hmm. and he was carrying that team to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals by himself. That yeah. was unbelievable to watch. Yeah, yeah like, the, there was that, that one playoff game 
against the Celtics. I don't know what year it was, but he was the Cav- he was with the Cavaliers the first time. He scored like twenty seven straight points mm-hmm. in, over the course of the end of fourth mm-hmm. quarter in overtime. I, I I remember him against the Magic in the the conference championships. He was the only offense. He like. He either scored or assisted on like forty-five straight points or something. It was him and Dwight. Like, yeah, Cleveland was by far the less talented team, mm-hmm. but they had LeBron, and that's all that they needed. Mm-hmm. It was the year, at, the, yeah, at a point. The year, yeah. the, the year the Cavs beat the Warriors in the finals. Like Kyrie, like, like I'm not saying Kyrie was good, but they they won that series because of LeBron. Like, yeah. I remember them being down 3-1, and I was talking to, you know, mm-hmm. Tommy. Or, and I'm talking, he's like, dude, it's over. Like, you can't count me out. They, they got mm-hmm. LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he just did LeBron things. Like, well, I was tuning There was a point where I was tuning in to watch LeBron. Yeah. I got it. I mean, I was, but, like, but he was, he's hard to, he's just hard to root for. Well, now he is. No, he even was then. Like, I didn't really, I never I never cared about it. like I never. I liked LeBron. I, I appreciate him. He's a good player. I, I appreciate his game and all. When that. he went to Miami, when he went back to Cleveland, I kind of went back to starting to kind of root for him a little bit. Yeah, I think I think there's the Miami after after the Miami thing. I was done. Yeah. Not when he went to Miami. I I did think that was pompous, and even he would say that was a stupid move on his part to do the way he did it. But when he left Miami. The heat is like when he left Miami. Is when I I'm, I was pretty much done with him. Really? I don't know. Yeah, like when he went to Cleveland, that was cool and all. But like, it was it, there was something that happened while in Miami that where I was like, I, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it, what it was, but. Yeah, I mean, they didn't win. They didn't win every year. Like, yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, I get it. But whatever. Enough talking about LeBron. Yeah. What um, else we got? Yeah, so that's it for why you were drunk. But I got um, one other thing that I want to bring up. Okay. Thought this is pretty cool before we uh, call the show, I guess. Um, th- there was someone. Someone came out with a picture of the NFL alignment and how it should be. Talking about like geographically, like how. Yeah. So. Okay. It's kind of you know it's pretty cool. I, I at least that yeah I thought it was pretty neat. The AFC and like is it. The AFC and NFC still, or like it is, but it's it's way different. Okay. All right. So the NFC West, and this is based on geographic. Yeah, yeah, geographic. So uh, Seattle, San Fran, the Rams, and the Chargers. Right. Okay. That'd be the NFC West. Okay. NFC Central: Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit. Okay. They basically all change. Right. That makes sense. The NFC North. Becomes Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the Colts, and the Bengals. So why don't you just leave them in the AFC? Oh, whatever. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, the Colts. They, you know what? Because they change it. Okay, I see. The Colts were in there? Okay. So I, I see why they're changing this. Why, like, Pittsburgh would come to the NFC and why almost the whole AFC, AFC North goes to the a, NFC North. Because of also geographically, the East, NFC East and the NFC North are close. And the. Um, the central are, are all close. They're like they're north, east, and over. Okay. And then the central, north, and west of the AFC are more south. Okay. 
Yeah, so you know, so not only do they split it horizontally, like a northern but vertical. part and like also like a southern part, it's like the yeah, NFC like cut, they kind of like cut it in half. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so that's the NFC North: Steelers, Browns, Colts, Bengals, and then the NFC East becomes the New England Patriots, the Giants, the Jets, and the Bills. Okay. So the Eagles would leave the NFC East. They would go into the AFC East, probably with Washington, Carolina, um, Washington, Carolina. And who else would be um, Washington, Carolina, Baltimore? Good call. So all four teams, Carolina, D.C., Baltimore, and the Eagles, the North Mountain Division, North slash Mountain Division. All right, so the AFC West would be the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. Almost the same as it is now, except for you switch out the Cardinals with the the Chargers, right? The Chargers. Because there's there's the full West, and then there's mm-hmm. like the hours ended like a little bit inland. The AFC Central would be Dallas, Houston, the Saints, and the Titans. Makes sense. Okay. All right there. That makes a lot of sense. And then we already did the AFC North, and then the AFC East would be the Falcons, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins. Right. So the A. So that's yeah the East, the Southeast part of right of the country. Where's Jacksonville in that? Jacksonville is the southeast. Okay. So the, the AFC East. Okay. I'm sorry, what are we on? There's some somebody that kind of just came up with some geographic thing that made more sense for where all the teams played. Oh, okay. Yeah, here. If you want to look at it. These would be the divisions and stuff. So it makes sense. And I guess you – if I don't know if there's really any reason to do it now. Maybe there's just too many rivalries to be able to do it. Yeah, but if, if COVID hit again, God – forbid it's like something right. like COVID hit where people couldn't be together and all that and you had and then you had to realign the divisions and then maybe that would they, make sense maybe they stuck there yeah then maybe that's the only reason why you would change it i should actually dave peterson just said just said the perfect thing he said if it ain't broke it don't try and fix it yeah like why even bother what's that what's that dude He's no it's true at. true oh yeah so i don't know Pretty interesting, but yeah, I mean, to your point, if the COVID outbreak happened or something like that again, the Pats, the Giants, the Jets, and the Bills, yeah, makes sense. Um, so where are the Eagles? Eagles are in the AFC North with Baltimore, DC, and um, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, so. You know what Sixers else? should probably start pulling their uh, starters. They're up twenty-two with like eight and a half minutes left. What's Harden got? I don't know. I think he had well at one point he had twenty and eight. Right. Only one was it eight assists? I think it was eight assists. He only had like one or two rebounds, but yeah. I'll take it. It was a quiet one too. It was like a quiet twenty. That and that was one of my points, like uh, to the people that didn't like it. Like he's averaging twenty two he's averaging twenty two, eight. Twenty and, twenty and nine. nine and seven. Yeah. Or is it, it, 29, yeah. 20, I mean, it's a, he's not just yeah. scoring. He's doing everything. Right. So, he almost had a triple doubles for his game at the Sixers. Jesus. And B took a three that was about so, six foot out from so, the three-point line. Did he hit it? Yeah. No, yeah. no I, I hit it. You know, I, uh, I just tried to advance my game. And, you know, mark my words, I'm going to master that James Harden step back. You watch me. You I'll be doing it better than him. You watch. <laughs> You watch. You watch. Well, this show was brought to you by uh, Sweetfish. Using Sweetfish every day. <laughs> Keep that skunky cunt away. 
We will see you guys uh, next week. Shortest show in a long time, but yeah, but you know, know what? It was uh, there was wasn't good. a ton that happened, no. and like yeah, I don't mind a shorter show. Yeah, and we Short actually show. We, when when we stayed on talk track. about oh, yeah. oh. watch TV. Yeah, listen to music. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> We gotta cut the show short. We gotta we gotta listen to all of our openings. Yeah, we got yeah. The, our, for our opening songs. We're gonna that's what we're gonna do after the show. Drink some beers and listen to our lists and your list that you uh, brought to us tonight for the album openers. Yeah, your favorite album album opener. So pretty cool. All right, it was a good show, guys. Don't crumble it up. We need your songs. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, all right, I might forget. Yeah, you might forget. <laughs> you might forget. It's true. We will see you guys next week. Penis out. Twitter Plus Sports. I do like the, the shows that are a little bit shorter that stay on on task a little bit more. I know yeah, I'm the, the only one, but no, well, I'm man, not the it, only one.